Have you had anything significant happen this week? No, just work is terrible. (laughs) (laughs) The last three days of my life have been dreadful. Why? I just feel like people are out to get me. Do you want to talk about it? (laughs) I just hate work. Oh, I had a car crash this week. Oh! I well, was... you're, you're living to tell the tale. Tell me about well, it. Well, I've got a backache now, so I think the uh, whiplash oh, is kicking no. in. But no, I was stood stationary, second in a queue at a traffic lights at a crossroads, me dog in the back, me housemate oh. on the left of me, and a bus tried turning in. And a bus? A bus, it gets worse. The bus can't turn because the car that's in front of me is too far past like the lights, basically. Oh, They've gone right no. up past where they should be. So he starts reversing, but he's really slammed it into reverse. So I'm beeping to be like, warn you. And he hits me probably at about 15 miles an hour reversing. What a plonker. What a shunt that was. You know what? Is it bad that every time someone tells me they've been in an accident, obviously I'm going to ask if they're okay. But the first thing that comes to mind is like, are you going to put a claim in and get some money out of this? <laughs> Come on, darling. Look, there's at least a couple of grand in it for you and your housemate as well. And see if the Glock dog can get a claim. <laughs> yeah, I've had to get his leg chopped off. <laughs> <laughs> he's traumatised. He's shitting all over the walls. <laughs> That's just me. <laughs> me after one of my ski yogurts. You know what? That's been a trouble this week. What, that, ski yogurts? Ski yogurts. Um, d- so I've had a bit of a dicky stomach earlier in the week. I don't know why. <laughs> right. <you're laughs> And the only new thing I've introduced to my diet is my ski yogurts because I went shopping at the Iceland, Iceland Food Warehouse instead of Aldi this week. I love an Iceland Food Warehouse. Don't get a ski yogurt. Okay, well. <laughs> this well, this I... podcast is not sponsored by <laughs> Nestle Ski. <laughs> let's try and get an Iceland Food Warehouse sponsor. Yeah, let's do I it. just think it's a brilliant place to be. It's <laughs> massive. And I just think it's fun. You can get good Slimming Wheeled meals if you mm. fancy doing a bit of Slimming Wheeled. You I can get, I get skinny sausages. I don't like the skin on sausages, but you can get Richmond Skinless sausages. And the only place that you can get them in packs of eight, you go Morrison's, you've got to get 12 of the bad boys, but I'm not going to have 12 sausages in a week. You will. <laughs> Brett, I'm sorry, but if you're just having a skinless sausage, that's just minced meat. Rolled up. <laughs> Why don't you just get a pack of minced meat and get Nigella on it? I don't know. There we go. Anyway, we're you're a silly to... sausage. Hey! Bits off. <laughs> should, we, uh, should we do the podcast? Oh, let's do it, Bob. Fancy another pod with Bally Singh and Brett Harris, a Gadia original podcast. Well, hello. Hello, darling. Episode two of Fancy <laughs> Another Pod. What was that? <laughs> Joanna Lovely taking over your body. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's been a week. Yeah, it's it been has. a week. It I has. think. I don't know whether I'm coming or going. <laughs> I really, really don't. Oh, well, look, we've had a lot. Well, I'm sure the traitors and faithfuls don't know whether they're coming or going this week. But honestly, I feel like by the end of January, I've got my birthday. Oh, I've, got go. tra- <laughs> I've got traitors. I've got traitors dancing on ice. Oh, God. With Stephen Mulhern. About d- dancing on ice on Love Island. We're going to have to do it, aren't we? We're yeah. going to have to give it a watch. Someone did comment, actually, on our Spotify account saying that we need to address Dancing on Ice. What's happened? 
I don't know. We just need to address it. <laughs> <laughs> Is that something we've completely missed out on? I was like, what's happened? What's the scandal? Let's inva- invent one. Who's on there this, this year? Shall I get the line up? Yeah, do it. Let me put- I always feel as well, like, Dancing on Ice is always such a non-event. It's like, goes like a fart in the wind. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be honest. Jason Gardner. Bring him back. Bring him back. I know yeah. he was evil. He was evil. Yeah, he wasn't evil. He wasn't even evil in, like, a Simon Cowell it, He just campy. nasty. It was horrible. I Bring him it. back. But now he lives in a tent in Europe now. Hold on. What? <laughs> Jason Gardner lives in a tent in Europe. Let me Google like this. By, by choice? Yeah, lives in a tent. Let me Google Jason oh, Gardner lives in a tent. Up, man. Shut no, he does. Right, up. okay. I've, I've just Googled Jason Gardner lives in a tent. And it says, in a former Instagram post, Jason explained to fans that he lived in the tent for three months while making eco houses for refugees after making a dramatic career change. So maybe oh. he is nice after all. Oh, that's cute. Maybe it was just sat next to Emma Bunton or Robin Cousins for all those years that just sent him, <laughs> sent him under. Okay. Well, we can't get him on the pod then. Would he have Wi-Fi access? He's <laughs> <laughs> probably on like a mobile. He'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag spawn. Hashtag ad. Yeah. Right. So these are the, this is the lineup for Dancing on Ice this year. We've got Ricky Hatton, MBA. Boxer. Right. Is Ricky Hatton a boxer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, I think he'll be able to weather, like, a fall and stuff like that. I think he'll be pretty fearless. Look, I think he'll be first out. (laughs) (laughs) Claire Sweeney? Right. I think... Uh, this is the problem with Dancing on Ice. I feel like there's so many contestants that I feel have done it before. <laughs> she and has been like... on it three times before. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, Go it on. is series 26. Um... <laughs> Fuck off. No, is it? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Feels like it. You've got Hannah from S Club who probably wanted more Esh- money. S Club. <laughs> Right. You know what? Hannah, oh, Hannah, being, Hannah being on Dancing on Ice is the reason I didn't go to the S Club tour because Hannah was my favourite. Do you reckon she's making more money on Dancing on Ice than the tour? Definitely. Wow. Definitely. I, I think she'll do well, but I don't think she's going to win, darlings. I'm sorry. Come on, Hannah, Bab. <laughs> Amber Davis from Love Island. She'll be great. So she's not going to be an All Stars. Again, I feel like she's done it before. Yeah. Greg Rutherford, MBE. Who's that? Oh, he's the really tall ginger one um, who won on Super Saturday in 2012. He looks like Paul from The Traitors. They're brothers? No, they're not. not. They're not. Uh, Miles Nazaire? From what? Made in Chelsea. Any ideas? Never. Okay, next one. Lou Sanders. (laughs) She works in accounts at ITV. Just... She's been, she's been, she's been, she's been, she's been, oh, she's a comedian. She's a comedian. Uh, I've she's seen her on not the week. Live at the, yeah, live at the Apollo. Cats, yeah. just kind of, yeah, she's, she's all over that. She'll be great. Uh, Ricky Norwood, EastEnders boy. Fat boy. Aww. Yeah, I love fat boy. I think he'll do well. He's pretty yep. fearless. Adele Roberts, oh, love Adele. Oh, love Adele. I love need Adele to Adele. win. Adele yeah. to win. Adele to win. We've got uh, Roxy Shahidi, who plays Layla in Emmerdale. Now, I love yeah, Emmerdale. I was going to say, I was going to say, I'm pretty sure she's from Emmerdale. Yep. There's, she's the, the nice Roxy of soaps. 
You've got one Roxy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, we won't talk about it, Brett. Let's not get into that, darling. <laughs> but then, speaking of that, Ryan Thomas. Hold on, Ryan Thomas is on Doing Dancing on Ice. I'm yeah. sure he's done it before. Yeah, there's one more. Oh, go on. What about Check this guy on. then, Eddie the Eagle Edwards? Is he a darts player? <laughs> he is a ski jumper and Olympian. Do you know what? I'm sure he was in that Channel 4 show, you know, where they had to do sledging and stuff. And I'm sure he broke his back. The games, was it? The ge- Not the game. Was it the game? What was it called? Basically, everyone on that show got injured. Yeah. Is like... it called The Jump? <laughs> yes, it was called The, the Jump. jump. And I'm, he sure they had a show called, I'm sure they had a show called The Games as well. Everyone was just falling and collapsing and, God. Yeah, hey, this is it. All. Beth Tweddle had to leave the show following a back yep. injury. Rebecca Adlington, dislocated shoulder. What are they doing to all these Olympians? Let me see what Eddie the Eagle has. <laughs> Eddie the Eagle, Ed was dropped from show after airing safety concerns. Oh, oh so he didn't break his back. He just didn't want to break his back. <laughs> and he got sacked <laughs> off for it. <laughs> well, you're in the right show now, darling. <laughs> Christ. Out of them, is, do you dance guys do a final three or final two? I'm not sure. I think it's the final three. I'm saying Jason from Corrie and Adele, final two. Really? If it's final three, throw Fat Boy in as well. Well, we've got mm-hmm. it all to look forward to with Love Island All-Stars as well. So we have a little look oh. through. <laughs> okay, you know what? I love Love Island. Yeah. But it just got too much over the last few years. So I haven't watched the last few series. But I feel there's some faces that I recognise. So come on, give it to me. Right, we've got Hannah Elizabeth from series one. Didn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Taylor from series five. He's a bit of me. Anton. Yeah, look, he was funny, like, meme-wise, but, yeah. Demi Jones from series six. I liked Demi. Love Demi. Love yeah. Demi. She Love is going to give off. Demi. Yeah, on, team Demi. Yeah, team Demi. We've got Jake Cornish from series seven. Boo. Partnered up with Liberty. Mm, love Liberty, my brummy queen. And she's in it as well. And apparently, I've read this, I don't know if it's true... But apparently the viewers are voting for who they're coupled up with on Thursday. <gasps> so if they put Liberty with Jake, that's very drama, nasty. Drama. I want it to happen. Kaz as well from Series 7. Love Kaz. Loved Kaz, yeah. George was Kaz, ha- and Liberty, Kaz and Liberty were besties, right? Yeah, they've got a podcast yeah. together as well. Oh. I wonder if that got to number 25 in the Spotify <laughs> chat. <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> Georgia... <laughs> Georgia Harrison from Series 3. Georgia Steele from Series 4. She's loyal, babe. I love Georgia. Oh, is that the Georgia I'm on about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So very excited to see them. Um, And Toby from Series 7, also a little bit of me. Uh, Lewis Morrison as well uh, from Series 1. Right. And, (laughs) And Messy Mitch from the last series. Yeah, and you know what? My jammer... Perfect. Oh, I love Maya Jammer. Love a bit of Maya. I just feel like I could be a friend or she could be my friend. Right. Let me tell you this. I've got a bucket list and it's not like one of those bucket lists that people say is a bucket list. I've actually got it written in my phone. What, only one thing has been ticked off and that was to have a shot with Mutia Buena from the Sugar Babes. <laughs> Second person I want to have a shot with is Maya Jammer. So Maya Jammer, Bab, if you're listening, come round. Let's have a shot together. That's on my bucket list. So, yeah. There just point that out there into the universe. Okay. 
Who would I want to have a shot with? Well, I couldn't really, because there wouldn't be enough Rennie in the world that would see me through a shot. <laughs> right, let's talk about traitors. Uh, this week, it's been mad busy, hasn't it? Um, it's been a lot. chaos. Like, Who have we lost this week? Too many. Like <laughs> Brian. Yeah. Gone. Oh, Brian. Sweet Brian. Oh, with his lovely arms. Brian, with your lovely arms, if you are free on Thursday. <laughs> Um, Ash, our lovely traitor Ash. Ash was brilliant. And she I'm was so, so glad that she was lovely because she just came across really, really well on the show. And I, I think agree. she's just a superstar. Didn't take it too to heart. Meg, we've lost Meg. Oh. <laughs> Johnny as well. Tracy. Oh, camp clairvoyant Tracy. Well, do you want some tea? Yeah, of course. She clearly didn't see when the series was going to air because she's booked a holiday. So we can't, we can't interview oh, her. Tracy, darling. Oh, yeah. We'll catch oh. up with her nearer the end. Uh, and Anthony as well, banished um, this yeah. week. Great character, great TV. But I'm not going to lie, Anthony, you pissed me off. Oh, I don't like Ooh. how we spoke to my Jasmine, my Queen Jazz. I thought we were going to have Ash staying in and potentially a situation where both Ash and Paul walked in the next morning. So yeah. I'm very surprised. It, could, it did feel in that episode that it could have gone anyway. And like you were saying before, it's, we're glad that Ash doesn't hold any bad blood against the traitors. In fact, she's still rooting for him. Yeah, so she, run, she really wants him to win. And we caught with Ash earlier in the week after she'd been banished. And here is the chat. Fancy another pod with Valley Singh and Brett Harris. A Galia original podcast. I can't um, believe it, Ash. I can't believe... How dare they? <laughs> I'm fuming. No. I'm fuming. <laughs> you shouldn't be <laughs> out. Not only was like, you, you survived the first round table where they turned their backs on you and it's like, right, breather. Then you had like a little bit of a game plan to go in the dungeon. And they did the same to you. How dare they? <laughs> You know, that's the thing, right? It's the traitors, right? So traitors got a trait. <laughs> <laughs> that's the way it is. Traitors got a trait. And um, you just don't know what's going to happen. You just don't know what's going to happen. And that's that's the game. And that's how it is. Let's talk about the first round table then. So when they first put your name up, so I think it was Paul first and then Harry, what was your initial reaction? How do you contain yourself? I was seething <laughs> i was but also at the same time it was 10 different emotions going through my mind 10 different things going through my mind i was thinking what just happened how did they do this who were they talking oh my god oh my god like you know <laughs> like you know how you as a viewer might be thinking yourself that's exactly what was going through my head <laughs> and it's, it's hard to explain because a similar thing happened last series, but much later on into the game. This is what, like, your third round table? Yeah, this is Nothing. why I was so shocked. This is why I was so shocked. Because I thought, you know what? There's got to be a little bit of honour amongst thieves, right? You know, we're going to work together at first. Going to do some killing. That's what you got to <laughs> do. And then maybe a bit further down the line, we could go after each other. So, I mean, I was knocked for six when they did that, you know? Um, and let's talk about reactions, because social media's reaction to Paul in particular has been a bit Marmite. Some people really love him because it's making great TV. Whether you love him or hate him, it's great TV. But a lot of people are thinking he's really evil. What are your <laughs> thoughts about Paul now? Obviously, you filmed some time ago. Are you friends? Have you got a bit of 
Are you plotting revenge? <laughs> you know what? I haven't been online even. I haven't even had a chance, so I can't check any of this. But I'm going to give you a really boring answer that you don't want, but I love my traitor boys, you know? <laughs> Seriously, I love them. Absolutely love them. And listen, I would like to, I just want to really actually reiterate that. People need to remember this is a game. It's a TV show. Underneath it, we're all real, normal human beings who have feelings and who, you know, and honestly, we're we're really good friends. I call them my traitor brothers because that's exactly what they are. They're my traitor brothers. I was thinking that I can use the same tactic as a faithful and as a traitor, and that was just to try and be people's friend. <laughs> <laughs> well, that didn't work, did it? <laughs> I think I think we yeah. need to talk about when the wheels started coming off, and I think Sonia might have had something to do with that when she immediately accosted you at breakfast, probably in quite a jokingly manner, and asked if you were a traitor. <laughs> well, we we actually asked Sonia the other day about this, and it turned. Do you know the reason why she said that to you? Anybody who was sat near the melons was going to get that. <laughs> All she wanted was a slice of melon and you would suck by the melon. <laughs> this is why we call this Melon Gate, okay? <laughs> now we're going to talk to you about, you said you haven't been on social media, but there's been some memes regarding <laughs> you and the traitors around that little fire pit and how oh, small you look. <laughs> <laughs> Are you really that short? Because I don't think you are. I think just the guys were massive. Okay, so yes, I am quite sure I'm five foot one. However, Paul, I think, is six foot five. Miles is about six foot three, and Harry is around six foot or almost six foot. So I think um, I think Claudia knew what I think Claudia knew what she was doing when she picked you as a traitor. She wanted a bit of a laugh. I was like, get in there, this is gonna make for good (laughs) I mean I kind of look a bit like a hobbit next to them, don't I? (laughs) Before we let you go, what do you uh, what do you think is gonna happen next now? So Paul, Miles, Harry, do you think they're gonna last as traitors? Because a lot of people think they've kind of let themselves down and it's just gonna crumble straight away now. You know what? I don't know. Because I've been watching it as a viewer, but also because I was in it, right? So I think once I watch tonight's episode as a as a viewer, pure viewer, I think I'll be able to gauge better what's what's gonna happen. Um either way. I mean, I think they've been playing a blinder game. I mean, look at Miles, sweet little Miles. Oh, my little cutie. Um <laughs> he's he's been playing a blinder. And so has little cute little Harry Bow, and so has Uncle Paulie. Like they've all they've they're three very different characters, and I'm just going to be rooting for my boys. So uh, who knows what's going to happen? Fancy another pod with Bally Singh and Brett Harris, a Galia original podcast. I love chatting to Ash. Loved her. Loved her. what a queen. What she a queen. DM'd us after the interview, being like, "I'd love to chat more." And stuff. So I think we should catch up with Ash towards the end of the show. Yeah. About how seeing the journey of the traitors since she's left. Yeah. You know what's what's weird? They haven't recruited anyone yet. I wonder if they're gonna recruit someone. It's because they're doing so the badly at being found. Like True. the faithful need to up their game. I think Jazz went up in everyone's estimations on Friday's episode. Like he's he knows what he's doing. He's listening, he's watching, but he's not 
throwing names out there. He's just kind of being quite calculated, which I think is the way to play it. Interestingly, when Paul and Jazz had that chat and they agreed that they wouldn't go for each other anymore. Mm-hmm. And then Jazz is saying, I still believe that he is and not bringing it up. I and think he's bought up Harry's name as well. So I think Jazz knows he's exactly on. what's going on. He does. And we chatted to Theo, who is on series one about this. And this is our chat from him. Fancy another pod with Bally Singh and Brett Harris, a Galia original podcast. Theo, talk to us. Have you been watching it? Who's your favourite? Are you loving it? Tell us. I am invested. I'm involved. It's so nice to be able to enjoy it and not have the stress. But my favourite <laughs> and my front runner at the moment is Diane. She is legendary, isn't she? She she's, is absolutely iconic. It's just the queen. Oh, she's great. She's so funny. Yeah. Just, People are already calling her mother, mother Diane. Yeah, Mother Diane. She's definitely taking the crown from Amanda. Soz Amanda. I don't think she has, you know. I said this (laughs) the other day on Twitter and people were like disagreeing with me. I think she's like cool auntie at best. Yeah. But I don't think we can call her mother. I think (laughs) Amanda's still mother to me. Definitely, 100%. But (laughs) yeah, she's playing a crack game. But obviously, did you watch last night? (gasps) Oh, don't. Don't. Don't even. (laughs) So I... I was... I, 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 we didn't see lips. We didn't see lips yeah, touch the glass. I'm yet, praying. So. I'm praying that someone else has touched that wine glass before I die. Yeah, I'm hoping it's going to be like, oh no, I love it. Straight down. Oh, what? Some people are saying um, maybe the gongs go off before she like sips the drink. Yeah, it was a time be- challenge. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the gongs obviously you can go. There's quite a few gongs, so you can go at any time, but. If she she could just put it down and be like, yeah, I'm done now. That's me. I don't want the drink. I'm off up anywhere to bed. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I just hope, it is. I hope I'm praying she doesn't sip it because she's a key character in there. A key character. And I, I do think, though, if that's the way she goes, it's an iconic way to go. It is. It is. As well. Yeah. And nobody, when they did the kiss of death on ours, nobody, there was no way. It's so hard to kind of pin it on somebody because everybody's active and stuff um but yeah i think it's gonna be it is an iconic way death by prosecco <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, diane's uh, double guessing herself now she's thinking her son ross it yeah. might be a traitor because you've been in there what is that like when you're like second guessing your besties or people that you're really close to you do always second guess i think everybody gets it's like um you work through the day, so in breakfast you start to build that rapport with people, you have a lovely day, then you do your challenge, you, you get closer, and then you get to that round table, it's like 10 steps backwards. So you take two steps forwards and then with people and that rapport, and then you get to the, the, that whole scenario and then it's just back to square one again because you're just so nervous. And people, the names on the round table change multiple times. You go in with one thing and think, yeah, I've got it, it's Karen, why not? And then suddenly, lo and behold, I've got Imran on my card or Maddie on my card. It's just, it changes all the time. But yeah, it's, I don't know how she's second guessing. It's her son. He's not going to lie to her. Well, well. Not. I mean, I throw <laughs> 100 grand, 100 grand, grand in it. At the end yeah, of the 120 grand. Mum, I'm sorry, love, you're going straight under the bus, love. <laughs> uh, listen, you talk about how like the names change and the, the round table is like really like a high pressure environment and that you feel like you're building bonds. What's it like that when everyone leaves the round table, is it not just like awkward when you've thrown, everyone's thrown each other under the bus? Like, how does it go at the minute you leave that room? I think the good thing about our cast, we obviously never made it personal. I mean, only a couple of times it got a bit personal, but we was very good with separating ourselves from the game. 
um, and just getting to know people's personalities. So afterwards, some obviously with the John situation, that was slightly awkward with that, uh, Aaron, <laughs> but we all just, we're all adults at the end of the day. We all talk about it. Like obviously Paul, he's somewhere else, him. Somewhere else, he literally has no qualms whatsoever, does he? It's like, yeah, I'll kill him, I'm not bothered. He's like Will fans too. Yeah, honestly. (laughs) The the thing is, I've seen him kind of map out how the demise of Ash. And I feel like in yesterday's episode, we started seeing, on Friday's episode, we started seeing him plot the demise of Miles as well. Do you think this is going to be his sort of gameplay for the rest of the series? Yeah. He's definitely going to kill them all all off. Um, And obviously, if he's in the final by himself, that's whatever the prize pot is at that time. That's all it is. I've, all his. So, I've got a prediction. I mean, if I was a trainer, go on, go on. I've got a prediction that the final is going to be Jazz versus uh, Paul. And I think when he gets to that final four and they're throwing the, the things in that changes the flame, I think Jazz is just going to keep his mouth shut now for the rest of the series, get on with Paul, and Paul will never be able to murder him because it'll be proved that Paul is a traitor. And I think it's going to get mm. to like the final three or four and Jazz is just going to keep going until he gets rid of Paul. And I think Jazz is going to be the winner. That's my prediction. I think, I, I think, you're, I think you're kind of right there. I think Jazz knows something's going on with Paul and Harry. When yeah. I was willing him to say something last night, I was screaming. I was like, now's your chance. And he said it, but not to anyone else. So it's clued up See, how I, Jazz. I'm completely, I'm completely opposite. I think Harry is an underdog and I think he might throw Paul under the bus. I think he might come out on top, you know, because Paul is getting a lot of, as much as he's quite popular, he is getting a lot of heat. People are looking at him. But it's just, it's just because he's popular that people don't want to put his name on the slate. But when the more people get banished and murdered, the more people start to think, but yeah, he did say this about Paul. So maybe Paul, uh, he's, he's like, he's right. So uh, Jazz is right. So it's all going to, it's all going to change. It changes Every day in that game, like predictions and stuff like that, will always change. But you're on it there. I think, yeah, it's quite a good. I think good I think thing. Harry's playing a good game. He's playing the good baby-faced. I'm so innocent. Yeah. I suppose the last thing I need to ask you about is the breakfast. I've been asking everyone about this. Bally's probably sick of me asking about the <laughs> breakfast. <to> everyone, <laughs> uh, right? Did you like it? Was it nice? I absolutely love the breakfast. Love. Yay! I, love <laughs> I was a trendsetter of the cheese toasters. People are like, what are you eating for? I'm like, let me show you what I'm eating. I got two. Maddie told of- us. <laughs> yeah, honestly. I was like, are you not are all picking one bits. I'm like, I'm making sandwiches and I will always have food in my mouth. I love my food. Um, and every time there's something going on, I just be like, this is juicy, but <laughs> also the melon's juicy, love. <laughs> it was a good, yeah. The breakfast is good. It was just like a, um, what do you call it? A continental breakfast. Yeah. So nice little was, spread. Nice little spread. Yeah, nice. Right, yeah. Theo, oh, yeah. thank you so much for joining us. Who do you think is going to win the money on the traitors? Final question. Paul, it's going to be Paul, and it? it's too well calculated. Although I do want Harry. I am. I do like Harry. Are you rooting for the Probably traitors? Just, yeah, I am this year. Oh, you yeah. rooting for the bad boys? I, do. <laughs> I mean, I was rooting for... Doom. yeah. Come on, Paul. Come on, Harry. We all like We're a bad boy, boy, don't we? <laughs> yeah, but not I a fucking traitor. For... <laughs> <laughs> not no, a murderer. I'm just honestly second-guessing myself because she just had that poison chalice, so I, she is my front-runner, Diane, so we'll see how the game plays. Fancy another pod with Bally Singh and Brett Harris, a Galia original podcast. He loved Theo and he loves Diane. Yeah, I know. Like, I, I love I, Diane. I think with this show, like, 
we all just love a middle-aged woman, don't we? I, <laughs> <laughs> Last I've year was Amanda. My ideal group of friends is a race for life. You could walk into a race I for life. you going to say a racist. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's a racist. I love a racist. <laughs> uh, no, a race for life. Lots of middle-aged ladies. Yeah. Yeah, I'd love that. See, when I'm in an office setting, like, I will naturally gravitate to, like, a mom or an auntie. I'm like, come on, Bab, what are we having for lunch today? <laughs> and I like, feel please like, leave me alone. <laughs> I, like, I don't think Diane's that well. I love Diane, but I think we're just, like, clutching at straws and we're looking for an Amanda. One woman from the series who I think should have stayed longer and would be my bestie in real life. I'm not even taking the piss. Sonia, I love that woman. Love Sonia. And you know what? We caught up with her earlier in the week after her banishment from the Traitor's Castle. And she was so sweet. Sonia, how's it been since leaving the Traitors? Well, you know, fabulous. Really enjoyable. Um, Yeah, I mean, the attention is just phenomenal. But you know that from last year. I did make a commitment to myself two years ago when my son died that every year I would do something terrifying. And um, this was my first year of doing something terrifying. And it was terrifying and fabulous. What a way to kick things off. Something yeah, yeah. Like That's You've really amazing. set the bar. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like talking about the attention, like even before the show started, just that promo picture of you with the rest of them. That was camp. Everyone was like, yeah, that's what she is one to watch. And we're gutted to see you go so early on. Aww. Were you going to leave so early on as well? Well, obviously, you know, because it's having so much fun. I mean, this is my problem. I think in my, um, you know, when I was like first introduced, they say, tell us about yourself. And I was like, where's my off button? I haven't got one. And um, this was my downfall because I love being with people. And there I was with 21 amazing, diverse people. And I thought, and you've got to get to know them all really quickly. You know, normally if you start a new job or you go to a new college, you can get to know people over a couple of weeks. But my eyes were like saucers when all 21 suddenly appeared. Well, let, let's talk about your downfall, because I think one of the <laughs> most uh, one of the most <laughs> iconic moments of your, say, downfall was that breakfast moment with Ash. Yeah. Was Ash someone that you genuinely suspected or were you just having a bit of a laugh? No, Melongate goes down in history, doesn't it? Poor Ash. So there's me, like, every morning I'm thinking... That food's been out a while. I'm only ever going to have melon. So it was just that she was sat where the melon was. So every day, <laughs> you know, the things you think about, well, I've never been on anything like, like this or even applied. So I was thinking now you can't go in and like have your bum to the cameras and be selecting all sorts of nice things. Because first of all, you'd have your bum to the cameras. Secondly, people are going, look at what she's got on that plate. So I thought, right, I'm just going to shimmy along get my eye on that melon and take the melon every day. So there was cool Jimmy Long getting the melon. And Ashley's there and I thought, oh, Ashley's nice. I'd had a chat with her the day before and I thought I could practice saying, <laughs> are you a traitor? So there I go, Ash, are you a traitor? And poor Ash, eyes went like saucers. And she, I, I realised the minute I said it, she nearly choked, I don't blame her. <laughs> I feel like I'd, I'd hit, like, hit the nail on the head, but completely accidentally i think ash you know her face just shows everything in her you know her eyes are the eyes to herself i think you can see ash uh, now we need to ask you about your knitting you're doing some uh, knitting for charity i believe what's your plans post traitors does it include knitting oh god it really includes knitting yeah totally so i am just a knitting fanatic i love knitting 
And, you know, it just so happens that knitting is really calming. It produces serotonin and it's very relaxing. So it's very good for mental health. But it has an image of like old ladies knitting pink polyester baby grows. But knitting is super cool. You can make amazing things as well as having a calming effect. So I knit with recycled products. So plastic bottles. Mm -hmm. um, I unravel things from charity shops and make like really cool extreme knits. And I would like to bring that kind of knitting of recycled materials to young kids with mental health problems um, around the country. I do think that kids with issues, and my son, you know, was one, um, everything they're taught is kind of serious and it, it needs to be, but it's like how to eat, how to, how to earn money, how to budget, where to live. And I think to bring something fun, cool, mm -hmm. that you can wear, it's just so nice to do. I reckon me and Aubrey, should go out. We're going out anyway in my camper van for little traitors on tour. Me and Aubrey. I think oh, that happy. sounds fun. I, I just love Aubrey. So me and I Aubrey really want to like, come. Yeah. Camper van on tour. So I reckon I'll take some of my wool with me and we'll drop in on some kids to take them by surprise. I started trying to start knitting in lockdown, but I never continued because it was just so fiddly. But you've inspired me to carry on and keep yeah, learning. Yeah, it doesn't need to be fiddly when you knit with big, chunky, amazing tears. I think we should start a knitting class together. Let's you do it. Next time you're on, you're going to wear something you've knitted, all right? I mean, it will take us forever to knit something for me, it but won't. I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> uh, and if anything, you have inspired people to start knitting from that one two-second clip of you in the bed at the Traitor's oh, Castle knitting. I think um, Tom Daly tried to bring knitting back, but I think we've got a new knit queen. On yeah, the we do. Wouldn't it be nice, though, if Tom Daly and Harry Styles sponsored this um, or just got involved in this charity? Because Harry Styles apparently used to do some knitting in, in, you know, while he was waiting to go on stage. Look, Sonia, if you're going to if you're going to measure up Harry Styles for a knitwear, get me involved after <laughs> there. Yeah, come on. <laughs> what a queen! Knitting I, queen. Honestly, I love her so much. Like, let's be besties, Sonia. Let's let's. Why let's are you do the that... podcast with Sonia? <laughs> <laughs> Look, me and Sonia in a camper van. Knitting, looking for Harry Styles. I, I, that's a Channel 4 TV show in its own. <laughs> Waiting to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, at the start of the week, uh, the shock of Diane and Ross's revelation. But Ross says... You know what? People are still shocked. Shocked. People are shocked by it. And I we... think as well, like, what's building on it is Diane thinking Ross might be a traitor. So it's an ongoing little storyline. I love it. <laughs> that's why she can't go. Uh, we caught up with Aubrey and Kyra. And this is how they reacted uh, when they found out about that news. <laughs> I was so so shocked because like I said I didn't I didn't realise it at all and like I said I was really close with Diane I was on the closest with her so the fact that I didn't clock it not once like I said the Paul and Diane thing it made sense to me because like I said maybe both redheads made sense but mm -hmm. Ross I never expected it they don't even fly I actually got a Scooby Doo after the show had finished Diane sent me a picture she says I've got something to tell you I says okay and there was a picture of um, Ross and his mum there was, uh, you know, at Christmas, and I thought to myself, well, Ross has soon got his feet under the table, because <laughs> I got on so, so, so well with Ross and his mum. It was bizarre. The second of them to be banished or murdered, I think that's when it might come out. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I would love to see that. Say if, like, Diane goes next episode and then Ross gets banished. <laughs> 
Yeah. I am a faithful and also Dan was my mum. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that's how Friday's episode ended. What a way to go. Campus way to go ever. And there's probably like a sponsor deal with Kylie Wine after this for <laughs> Diane. But... Oh, Miles. Either that or done out mill with some goblets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, I think that's what's done in it. Should we do it again next week? Yeah, Bob, let's do it. Follow Fancy and Other Pods wherever you get your podcasts, Spotify, Apple, the Gadio app as well. We'll see you next week. Bye. Fancy and Other Pods with Bally Singh and Brett Harris. A Gadio original podcast.